It's now time for the world famous Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair. All right, we, we're here, we made it, y'all, what's going on, man, so much going on, so I know you got it. I don't even need to say it. I know you got it. You yeah, brought it I, with I you. I got some. I got, that might be why we're sounding so gloom, man. So mm-hmm. full of doom and stuff. Right. I'll start right on off. With the pandemic that's affecting Chicago, you have for this month 359 people who have been shot. And of that number, 61 are no longer with us. Uh for this week, and this is just Thursday, as I've said before, you got 64 people that have been shot, and nine are no longer with us. When you go to the coronavirus that's affecting the planet, you have 231,050,483 people who are infected with the virus or who have been. And of that number, you have 4,735,770 people who are no longer with us. When you come a little closer to home, you have, in the United States, 43,414,558 people who have been infected with the virus. And of that number, you have over half a million it's 699,837 people who are no longer with us. When you come even closer to home to Illinois, you have 1,605,320 people who have been infected with the virus. And of that number, you have 27,000. That's 27,351 people who are no longer with us. Those are some incredible numbers, like we say every week. And the sad part about it is that the first pandemic, uh, the Chicago one, it can be avoided. You have 359 people who have been shot this month, and 61 are no longer with us. Mm -hmm. More recent, I know the world has heard about it, is a Simeon student. And I'm going to drift away from that. Everybody is not a part of this murder stuff. I almost cursed. You have a young lady, Cyanna Proctor. She made history the other day. She was the first SpaceX, that's a private enterprise, 
to be the first black female spacecraft pilot. She orbited the Earth three times. Mm -hmm. She put all of her life, I imagine, into becoming this pilot mm -hmm. as opposed to being somebody out shooting somebody over a car or a pair of shoes or something. Yeah. So there are some decent people on the planet and maybe we should start patterning ourselves, all of us should, after the decent people who are productive as to being destructive. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high. As a kite by then I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out in space On such a timeless flight
going on? This is Miles, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Dom. All right, Eric Badu said on and on. Let's let's get this thing going on. Come on now. Y'all said y'all had something to say. Everybody laid back. Come on now. We listening to the Royce Glamour. That's right. Royce Glamour <laughs> talking right now. But I want to hear what y'all got to say too now. Well, let's let's get back serious, man. You know, <clears throat> this woman, she achieved something great. Not saying that it was great because she participated with another race in doing something. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. It was this woman's individual achievement that she was the pilot of a spaceship that orbited this Earth three times. Can you imagine the uh, education for the one or the other <laughs> term that that woman had to go through to get to that position where they would allow her to be the pilot of a spaceship like that, man. You when know, did that happen? Last week. It just landed, uh, what was it, Thursday, <coughs> Friday album? Yeah. Ooh, uh, bring that beat back. <laughs> Way back. Um, yeah, this was uh, this is middle of last week, um, and they splashed down just like Apollo did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were no astronauts aboard. None. Now, that's an achievement in that... that uh, you have a private sector that puts that much money out there. They have that much money. Now, here I go being on a negative part of it. But, but, some, they, but, but somebody's, got to, somebody's got to start kicking the ball. Yeah, but know? they could have put that money over here in the ghetto on 63rd where <laughs> all of these oh, closed well, buildings well, are. That's where I was going. you preaching to the choir. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where you I know? was going. But right. let's let's leave that alone for a minute and and and, and the, say, yeah, look at what they achieved. Man. The, the they orbited this earth. Some rep- the fact that the African American community had representation, right, in that sector at that time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, somebody's got to be the first. Mm-hmm. Now, and that was her. And what nationality was she again? She's African American. What? And her name again. I don't want to mess it up, so I'm going to spell it S-I-A-N, Cyan Proctor. Yeah, Cyan Proctor. Not only first black, but first female pilot of a spaceship that Mm -hmm. orbited the Earth. Yep. You know, for a long time, they thought this daggum place was flat, let alone going around it. (laughs) 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 She's a a brave black woman to do something like that. Yeah. So here's 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 the the, the four one one on on Ms. Proctor. Mm-hmm. She is a native of Guam, mm-hmm. which makes her an American citizen because of course Guam is a U.S. territory. Okay. Uh, she is the first African American woman to pilot a spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a geology professor at a community college in Arizona. She is also a part of, and, and I think this goes back to something you should remember, the Civil Air Patrol. Yeah. She's a major in the Arizona wing of the Civil Air Patrol. And these are mm-hmm. folks, these are normal civilians mm-hmm. with pilot's licenses that, you know, they're, they're when, when they're called upon, you know, they have certain duties that they do. Uh, one of the main duties that the Civil Air Patrol does uh, I, I think it has a lot to do 
Oh boy. Don't don't do that to us, man. Please don't do that to us. There we are. Okay, yeah, we're good. Um Reporting on the Civil Air Patrol. But 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 the, the thing about the Civil Air Patrol is that they're called upon to Ah, now we're back. Good. Ta da. Thankfully this is recording. <laughs> no. They are the civilian wing of the Air Force. And basically all all they're basically there to do is just kind of be the the civilian arm of whatever the Air Force needs mm-hmm. stateside. They never go overseas. They're always stateside. And primarily search and rescue, disaster relief. Um, they do they do uh, aerospace education. Mm-hmm. I I would wow take three. Mm-hmm. See, this is what happens when you when you're on the first day of fall. I would not be surprised if some of that civilian air patrol right now is still, still taking care of all the aftermath of the hurricanes that have come to the Gulf Coast. Because that's one of their primary duties, mm-hmm. is search and rescue. Mm-hmm. See, so, so why can't we put this woman on every media outlet that there is so that young African-American students primarily, because I'm African-American, is why I said those, can see this uh, person of their color mm-hmm. doing that's that. doing something. You just answered your own question. I guess I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, you Seeing know. an African-American doing something. That, that, other than walking with their hands behind their back with an orange suit on or laying in the middle of the street dead or some mother out crying her eyes out because her baby has been shot, let alone her husband being grown, her baby being shot. There has got to be somebody, something that we as a Man, well, as a people, let me say that one more thing, Royce. Mm-hmm. As a people can look to and try and as- aspire to be as opposed to standing on this corner shooting and killing us, committing genocide for our enemy. When you kill yourself off at a time of war, you're not only committing genocide and suicide, but you're also helping the enemy. Stop shooting each other. Two kids in high school, the same one, maybe you all know the school, that, uh, now I lost his name just that quick. Derrick Rose attended. Shot, dead. Mothers are just, whole families are just Wiped out now. Just you, you, It's a wonder that woman knows her own name right at the moment. Her 15-year-old son that refused the gangs, and that may be the reason why they shot him, refused the gangs and sided with education and g- going to uh, 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 sport practices and stuff like that, trying to be somebody, is no longer with us. Well, he wanted to be a football player. And my grandson, who is younger than 
us others here. Mm -hmm. Let him say what he feels about this. What do you think, Donald? Um, quite honestly, uh, I kind of have a distorted view on it because for me, it's been an, a normalization since growing up. Like, you know, whether these things get put on cartoons or let's say uh, movies that's coming out, these things, TV shows, you know, all the things that get exposed as far as like the internet because it was such a big thing growing up. So it's like you get to see so much more than what you're supposed to or a lot of other people we have custom to. So I think it's it's so tragic and it's so sad, but I also see the other side of it of understanding the wrath you know, not understanding the senselessness of it because in a way that's all they know is nothing. So the expectation of something is just, is, is too much. And it may seem like, oh yeah, it shouldn't be because it's just simple, you know, to ask somebody not to kill the next person in front of them or to ask somebody to have remorse mm -hmm. or to ask somebody to have morals and dignity and well, pride. Well, that's the way I started the conversation off that we need to have some kind of image put in the media as I just opposed to this stuff because you just said there's nothing else to see. It's something normal to see right. this death going on. Put the other image in there, positive. Yeah. You know? But it's like it, when you do do it, it doesn't get seen you know, as, as well as what you want because – I like for me maybe I can see it to like oh the the wrong in it and the oh this shouldn't happen I mean this should, you know but for that person that doesn't have that sense of attachment to the same morals that I do or the same values that I have he's gonna look at that and okay maybe that's that's nice or maybe they'll make that's sad that's bad or even worse they'll look at it and. Some people will laugh and say, ha, ha, he got what he deserved. He should have he should have joined the you know, that's the that's the irrational mentality of it. so it's hard to say that we can just put something in front of somebody or give somebody a logo and call them the savior and everybody will follow them immediately because it's 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 just really not that simple because well, no, it's, you, you it don't has to be a mul it has to be a multitude of things. You don't put just one somebody like what you just said as as the role model. This mm -hmm. is the way to go. You put a lot of positive images out there, as opposed to putting the negative ones out there so much. Sure, put negativity out there too, and that you see this crime that happened in your community, so that you can be aware of the danger in the community, but at the same time, then put somebody out there that's achieving something that's productive for the neighborhood, Some, something out there for them to strive to that is not, in, in this society that we live in, criminal. Mm -hmm. It's legal. You can hold your head up and walk into an office and say, hey, I earned my money doing such and such, or I get my education doing this or that as opposed to doing the criminal mm -hmm. thing, right. which is destroying our people. Right. I guess the real, the, the real question is not exactly what needs to be done because I feel like maybe we have a good idea of that, but how do we get 
necessarily that's, it done and get people to problem. pay attention to what's going on. That's, that's I guess that's big, the big question. That's a big problem, but greater minds than what is in this room here, I fear, <laughs> we <laughs> need to get together and figure that out and start doing it because what is the number that I said? This week, nine dead. This month, 61 dead. These people will never be back. Mm -hmm. Only one I know that has ever came back is Jesus. And a lot of folks don't want to believe that. Everybody else that leaves here is gone. Well, when they took scolding your, your children out of the family, out of the home, that's when a lot of this started. Because the kids were saying, you hit me, I'll call the police on you. And he's talking to his mother or his father. So that was the start right there in yeah. progress. Yeah, that's true, the too. The kids took, took the discipline and Not right that whooping the parents, but nasty. Not that in control. Yeah. Raising themselves. You want to say, uh, you want to say time out. Well, back in our day, Royce, I'm sure you know, time out used to be how long you were unconscious. <laughs> Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Would you like to ride?
don't see no cows no more. Yeah, that one over there. Yeah, I, taxi. Just as fast as you can Taxi Before my lady put me down Please won't you hurry Can't you see she's got me worried I don't want to lose her love Hitchhiking is a no-no She's all I'm thinking of Just as long as I get there on time. 
Hi, I'm Dan, and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by...
start off saying if I go into it that Muhammad Ali used to be my manager when I was younger coming up I had recorded a, a song called You Blew My Mind 
and uh, he was going to manage me. I used to hang around Herbert Herbert Muhammad's children. Mm. We were all buddies. Oh, man, we, we used to really have a good time. Because Ali was living on 49th and Woodline at that time. So what Herbert did, Herbert didn't want him to manage me. So, you know, he was told me, said, I'm not going to be able to do it, man. He didn't want to say it was Herbert because Herbert's kids, we all hung around each other. So he didn't want to say Herbert was the one that told him don't do it. So, but that, that that really hurt me, and, and then I watched uh, his episode on Channel Eleven. Did you all follow that? It was on like five days this week. I, I didn't get yeah, to. I, didn't get to, I didn't get to to watch the program, but I know I saw all the promos oh, about it. It was good. Huh? They need to do that over again. It came on at eight o'clock at night, stayed on to eleven, but covered <laughs> different things and showed the house on Woodline and the inside. That brought back a lot of memories to me because yeah. when you first walk in that house, it's a big stairway to go up, go straight up, big, huge house. But, uh, yeah, they need to show that over again. That was uh, a lot of people that wasn't around, you know, to remember uh, Ali. They really need to see that. Wow. He did some great things, especially for for the black movement and, and his protest to go of going into the army, you know. Mm-hmm. That was some brave stuff to do. You going against the United States government as a black man in the Dagum seventies, man. Oh, yeah. That was some brave yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you think know. about it. Let's let's think about it. What was the genesis of that? Let's take it all the way back about ten years. Mm-hmm. You remember Jim Brown, don't you? Of Jim course. Brown. The Cleveland Summit. But this is probably something you might not know about Ladon. Sounds a little familiar. The Cleveland Summit was spearheaded by the top athlete of the day. In this case, it was Jim Brown of the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. I mean, star running back uh, at the time that he retired, he was the man as far as, you know, top running back of all Mm -hmm. time as far as Rushing yards is concerned. And he somehow got, if I remember the count correctly, 12 of the most major black male sports stars mm-hmm. to talk about literally almost the same thing that Ali fought to get get reinstated in the mid-70s. And we're talking about guys like Bill Russell, Kurt Flood, a a young Lou Alcindor, who eventually became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Muhammad Ali himself. You know, we mentioned Jim Brown. And like I said, the, the other major black pro sports stars or college stars of the day. Mm-hmm. Twelve men yeah. in one room in Cleveland. I don't think you will ever see anything that powerful on that type of platform ever again. Mm-hmm. And it was all, again, it was all in the name of, you know, hey, we're black athletes. We represent our, where we from. And this is what we demand. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if, if we could see that event through the Ali lens one time, mm-hmm. I think you can get a scope of just how potent the black male athlete was starting to become at that time. Because again, we're talking about the tail end of the civil rights movement, 67. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
So that then, I guess, in, inspired him or, or directed him to the Muslim uh, organization or I religion. Think, I think I he had been. Say. I think he had been angling toward that just after he won his first world championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is matter of fact. I can give you the exact stars. So his faith in, uh, for those who are young, <laughs> dictated that he not go into war, and especially with someone that hadn't done anything to him. Right. He could defend himself, but to be the the uh, uh, aggressor, that, that wasn't uh, in his religion. So he refused to go into the army. He said, those people over there never did anything right. to me. You know, and matter of fact, these are these are the men, the exact men. Again, there were twelve of them, mm-hmm. uh, and you know they were on radio station WGAR in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the the four that the four that were up front were organizer Jim Jim Brown, Lou Alcindor, who hadn't changed his name yet, Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell. Then in the back row you had Carl Stokes. Walter Beach, Bobby Mitchell, Sid Williams, Curtis McClinton, mm-hmm. Willie Davis, the recently deceased Jim Shorter, and John Wooten. Hmm. So uh, along with, with having uh, morals and character like that, he also had this tender spot in him. You, you saw him in that ring knocking people out in less than a minute. Huh. I, I remember. I remember somebody had bought all of these expensive tickets to the Ali fighting while they were walking down to their seat. Ali knocked them out before he could get <laughs> to his seat. But it, you know, knowing him that it's way, tough. he had this tender side too, oh, man. Yeah. I used. I saw him only once that I got real close to him. Mm-hmm. Twice, I, but just once. I'll tell you about this one story. Hollywood Boulevard. There was this magic store, mm-hmm. and Ali would pull up in this chauffeur-driven limo, get out, go in the magic store, and I don't know how much he spent in there, but when he came out, he'd have arms full of toys, mm-hmm. and every kid that walked past the door got a free magic oh, trick. That was, that was Ali. Yeah. You know, that's that was how he time. was. Yeah. And then, to further this a little bit further, your Previous manager, Muhammad Ali Voice. Mm-hmm. Senate resolution number 92 and House resolution number 41 resolved, and that would be the representatives, House repre- representatives and Senate representatives of the 102nd General Assembly of the state of Illinois. They have declared that January the 17th is. Uh, Muhammad Ali Day in the state of Illinois to commemorate to commemorate the inspirational, ambitious, hardworking, and courageous true African American Muslim patriot who upheld the values of the state and of the country in the most profound way. Muhammad Ali Day, January seventeenth, in the state of Illinois. <laughs>
the world-famous Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair. Yeah, this is Royce Glamour. You know what? As listening to Anita Baker and the other song, man, thinking about these youth out here that need help, you all. There's yeah. a lot of children that need help out here. They do, and I know you and Alvin uh, and possibly my grandson may have heard of uh, this organization that can offer them this help. Now, I'm not saying everybody should go because mm -hmm. I'm not that familiar with the organization, but I'm familiar with the organization, if that makes sense. I'm saying check it out for yourself to find out it it, might how, how valuable be. it is. That's the Black Star Project. Oh. They've been in business for oh. years. Oh, the late, great Phil Jackson ran that. Exactly. Right. He ran it for two decades at least. So uh, this uh, uh, coming Saturday will be their 25th anniversary mm -hmm. and they want everybody to um, come by and say hello or whatever to their organizational offices and and they're located at 3509 South on King Drive that's 3509 South on King Drive but Phil Jackson and the Black Star Project they've maintained a strong tradition of ag advocacy for education Community care, that's what we're talking about, community care for over two decades. And the organization focuses on creating equitable access to quality education for black and brown youth mm -hmm. through after-school initiatives, mentorship programs. And from kindergarten, they, you know, they call it now K to 12, tutoring and additional uh, black star place a strong emphasis on strengthening the role of parents, especially fathers, in advocating for children's academic and educational needs. This organization, from what I see, is a step towards us putting these people out there that youth can see that are not shooting at folks. Mm -hmm. They're trying to be productive. Sounds My like grandson said you can't have just one somebody there that's uh, the organization's identity or whatever because some folks say they won't look at this or that. But organizations like this, I if you form an organization like this and Alvin does and Royce does and, and I and some other people, we'll have them spotted all around the city. But your, your grassroots uh, uh, aim is to do what the Black Star Project is saying they do uh, to advocate for equality and accessibility and, and whatever to education for everybody on an equal basis, you know. Well, let me ask you this. Is, is your mayor getting behind it? Because every, every letter that I sent to the mayor and governors and stuff like that never, never, never got answers back. Uh, are they getting involved with some of these programs and supporting them? I ain't getting them? no answer back. <laughs> I ain't got no, no. I haven't heard whether be busy. the mayor's involved huh. or not. What did you say, Donald? They may be busy. They might have been busy. They busy sure that day. was busy. It was so much they had to do. Downtown uh, cutting a ribbon for a yeah. billion-dollar bill or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Must be hard. Forget about this yeah. ghetto. You that is, that is a free event that you did say, the, the Black Star event. Yeah, that is a free event. Yeah, you just go yeah, over and say hello. Still need congratulate them. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 
support them. They're trying to do something great for these now, Jews. Support them. Yeah. Now, speaking of interesting big events, I happened to come up on a, a press conference yesterday mm-hmm. where mostly women in the audience, mm-hmm. mostly women on the, on the dais and stuff, there is a brand new bank here in Chicago. It's called First Women's Bank. Mm-hmm. And just like the name says, first. this is the first all-women run, all-women invested bank in the United Whoa. States. Whoa. Um, one of the main investors happens to be international tennis legend Billie Jean King. Okay. But there was something that she said in the press conference that I thought was very telling, considering her stature. Uh, but it made sense because they had approached her to, to, you know, to be one of the initial investors. It's like, okay, I will do this, but under one condition. I don't want this to just be about the women because, again, the primary focus of the First Women's Bank is to make sure that women indeed are capitalized in their business ventures. And, you know, um, staying on that realm for just a moment, there were six black women earlier this week that were also pre-capitalized thanks to the National Urban League. Um, Different businesses across the country. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to them. But getting back to the first one, it's bank. Billy Jean King said, I will invest in this bank on one condition, that it's not just about women, but everybody that is underserved gets a piece of this. That's good. You know, and, and for somebody like Billy Jean King, as strong as she has been in advocating for women to be just as prominent as the men, not just on the court, but also off it, for her to say something like that in something that is has been a bugaboo of the black community as undercapitalization of the business sector, I think says a lot about her, but more importantly, where this particular project could go. Well, Alvin, uh, you mentioned Billie Jean uh, King. Yes. Everybody knows she's a tennis great and and what have you from the past. That's not my question. My question is, she is Caucasian. Is it multiracially owned by women? Yes, it is. Yes, there's a multiracial board of directors. As a matter of fact, Mayor Lightfoot even was a part of of the speaking budget. She understood the importance of a project like this starting in Chicago where there's there's starting to be a growing number of women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And for her to recognize that, I think, says a lot as well. That having been said, having known the Black Star Project, having talked with the late Phil Jackson on a number of occasions, I behoove everyone Please come out to the event to help Black Star celebrate 25 years. That's not an easy thing to do when you are a nonprofit in the middle of the, a city as big as Chicago. Mm-hmm. And with the directives and the, and the progress that they have been able to spearhead over these years. So I think it is duly important mm-hmm. that everyone be, a, be behind this. Come on out. You're right. Come on out, uh once again, so everybody knows, that's this Saturday from 2 to 5 
and the address is 3509 South King Drive. That's 3509 South King Drive, the Black Star Project. They paid paradise and put up a fucking lie With a pink hotel, a boutique and a swinging hot spot Don't it all seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone They paid paradise and put up a fucking lie They took all the trees and put them in a tree museum and they charge the people a dollar and a half to see them Nom, 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 don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking lie Can I keep it real? 
can say what's on my mind yes. There you are in that chair Waiting for me to take you back To break it down and sing to you And make you feel these words are true Me to spend some money on them and have some fun. Tell me, I choose you. What would you do? What would you do if I said all of these words were true? What would you, what would you do if I came down here? What would you do? What would you do if I told the band to break it down? Oh. What would you do if I said I want to lay you down? What would you do if I put this money in? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? Baby? you up on your stay? What would you do? Tell me. What would you do? The lights are down. Yeah. The mood is set. Yeah. The sound is right. I'm here. Look to my left and check my crowd. Look to my right yeah. to see if they are ready now. Bye. Tell me who out there feels love. Wants me to take them shopping and buy them everything hmm. I choose you Now what would you what do? What would you do yeah. if I said all of these words were true? What would you do? What would you do if I came down there and said with what? you? What would you do what? if I told you then to break it down? Break it down. What would you do if I said I want to lay you down? Oh. What would you do if I put, put this money in your hand? Don't say we are. No, please don't. Don't say that, Alvin. Come on now. 
Say what? No, you know what you're getting ready to say, then that's not right. Now, because he's not doing that again today because he was cheating last week. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Little Don wasn't here, but I guess, can he hear me? Oh, I thought he had his earphones off. But anyway, what is it? Pop quiz? Uh, pop quiz time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's do the pop quiz, y'all. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> See, I'm just going to sit here <laughs> until you beg now. Pop, pop go to weasel. <laughs> pop sit quit. until you beg now. <laughs> oh, you little oh, smart, Alex. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll wait till you all get through passing notes around and stuff, you know. See, we No, we're ready. We're ready. For here real. We, we go with I just had to mess with you. Uh, you usually do pretty good with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll jump right into it then. Okay. This first artist was a male artist, vocalist, I should say. And he was born in this month in 1941, and he passed in the 12th month of 1967. Male vocalist. Alvin. Otis Redding? Got that right off the bat. That's right. Laid back, he didn't even hesitate or nothing. Nobody playing no games up there. Got that one right. That's insane. Another male vocalist. (laughs) He was born in this month in 1947. And he passed in the second month of 2008, male vocalist. You know? I'm not sure. Buddy? It's a buddy, buddy something, something. It's right buddy, on the buddy, tip. Buddy. Oh, it's buddy. Head. Come on, it's right on the tip of my buddy tongue. Guy? No. No, no, it's not buddy guy. No. It's buddy. Who? No, See, See yeah. you shouldn't have did that. Buddy. Bap, you got that one wrong. It's not buddy guy. See, he came out with a whole name. Well, I know what so it is. So in all fairness... You got that one wrong. Oh, now, wow. Come on, y'all. You're if you got now. a second attempt without discussion, one well, of you all can go way. ahead and say who know. it was. I know what it is. It's Buddy Miles. Okay. Oh, so that's Buddy okay. Miles. There we go. That's what you call a second attempt calling a buddy. <laughs> Not, no pun intended. Help. So all listeners know Royce and them got one wrong this trip. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay, next uh, young man was a male vocalist also, and he was born in this month in 1931, and he passed in the fourth month of 1988. Ooh, that's one of my old singers, boy. Yeah, Platinum. I'm a little unfamiliar. <laughs> uh, Brooke Benton. You got that one right. Brooke Benton. Okay, now you're playing. Here's another male vocalist. He was born in the 11th month of 1942, and he passed in this month of 1970. And it, w- it was said that he played an instrument. Mm. What instrument did he play? I'm not saying. Was it a piano or a guitar? I'm not saying. <laughs> Come on now. You know who that is, Alvin. That's Jimi Hendrix. Okay, oh, you man. got that one right. Rock star. <laughs> That's right. This young man was responsible for a lot of people becoming famous. And uh, he was born in this month in 1950, and he was famous in his own right. Uh, and he passed in the fifth month of 2020. Oh, Everybody man. talk put at the same time. <laughs> oh, man, I just don't put oh. On the tip of my tongue, Say the wrong name and see what happens. I'm going to go with Andre Harrell. Andre Harrell? Yeah. 
Bap. Well, what, what what is it? He goes by the name of what? You just said Bap, so I said Andre. Yeah, but he's got more to his name. Than Andre O'Neill. O'Neill. Right. That's trying to get O'Neill out, and he said Bap. Ladies and gentlemen, this huh? is a first. They got two wrong today. With calling a buddy, they got them right. Oh, here's, I got one for you. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, wait. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you get through yours, and I got a bonus one. Okay. I'm not going to even participate. No, let me quit. Let's go over to the females. This young lady was born in the 12th month of 1953, and she passed in this month of 2020. Female vocalist. Pamela Hutchinson. Got that right. And who is Pamela Hutchinson? Anybody know? From well, the from the B B B emotions. Got that one right too. Okay. I wanted to get him in there. That's now. a plus too. We're gonna change yeah. genres of uh, uh what uh, what it is that these folks do. This young man was great in his field, and he could catch a ball pretty doggone good. I'll <laughs> say that. And he was born in the fifth month, 1943, and he passed in the ninth month of 2020, last year. He was a ball player? I said he could catch one. I didn't say he what was What was it, a football or a basketball or a baseball? I don't know. Did they used to call him the Galloping Ghost? I don't know. You're supposed <laughs> to know that, though. <laughs> what what was it? Uh, if if it, if it, if it is who I think this is, uh-huh. this is a ju- this is a young man who, as a rookie, tied an NFL record with six touchdowns in one game, mm-hmm. and one in seven. Come on, the, with it now. I think and, you but got. But George Allen was like, nah, you nah, you good, fam. Gail Sayers. There you go. Got That's that what I was right. thinking. Now this is another guy that. Uh, you know what? I had a wrong nickname for him. He was the Kansas Comet because he graduated from Kansas. Oh, okay. Another g- young man that was great in his field, too. It wasn't uh, male vocalist, but he was great at it. He was born in the ninth month, this month of 1978. Little Don got this one. And he died in the first month of last year, 2020. Yeah, I know you know who that oh, is. Yeah. Yeah, this one is for this is my speed. Uh, Kobe Bryant. You got that one right. So they got two wrong, and the rest of them they got this right. That one, right. that one. I got a bonus for the first time. I alley ooped that one in there. No pun. You got one. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a bonus one. You got this for Donald. I got this. For, I got this for everybody. Oh, okay. I thought you had one for him. This is this <laughs> was this was an in, this was an R and B instrumentalist uh-huh. who just left us. And his bass playing, he was a bass player. His bass playing basically basically was, was in one of the major songs that he played behind. Okay. He was a bass player. He was a bass player. The, the, one of the tracks that he is well known for basically said everything you want to need to know about him. Take a stab at it. Mm-hmm. 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 
As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'll I'll, I'll throw this in. Before you throw something in, was he in a a group? He was never in a group. Uh Uh-oh. He was never in a group, but one of his biggest collaborations, just like this last year, and that was Bill Withers. Bill Withers. Charles Wright. You you're, got me. You're close, but that's not him. You got me. <laughs> he would. He was. He, as a matter of fact, matter of fact, he was a well-known space session player during his day. Mm-hmm. His name was Melvin Dunlap, Cleveland, Ohio native. Melvin Dunlap. He he got his early fame touring with fellow Clevelanders, the Old Jams. Oh, that's how we nice. got. To Charles Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band okay. when they collaborated for the 1971 single Express Yourself. Do it yeah. good. See, I asked you, I was going to say the one that was with Watts 103rd Street Band. But did you say it? He told me, no, he wasn't in a group. No, he told me it was, oh. he said it was Charles Wright. Charles Wright was not the guy. Oh. Melvin Dunlap was the guy. So he, he said, we got one wrong and he got two wrong. Okay. No, it's the other way, Roy. Uh, now. <laughs> Education now. is wonderful. Uh, wow. <laughs> now, because because of that bass playing, NWA was inspired uh-huh. to do a rap track of the using the exact same song. Okay. Express Yourself. Express Yourself. I mentioned his, his most famous collaboration was with the late, great Bill Withers. Because Dunlap, one of one of the big hits that Dunlap played on was "Lean on Me." Oh, okay, yeah. And he also played on on, a, on another great track, "Use Me." No, well, it just keeps that's a bill with me. Use me. Anyway, all of these people that we mentioned before, whatever they profess they did, they had to actually come out and do it. If they were vocalists, they had to be able to sing. If they were dancers, they had to be able to dance. If they were poets, they had to be able to rhyme. If they were musicians, they had to be able to play an instrument. And we here at the Royce Glamour Show, because it's not all of them synthesizers swinging on a pole and calling your mama and making it rain. What do we call it, Royce? Keep your talent alive. Since I lost my baby, since I lost my baby, since I lost my baby. 
Hi, I'm Dan, and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by...
Hi, this is Kanisha, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. We're back. We're back in. Come on now. The emotions sound, still sound good, man. Every time I hear the emotions, man, the emotions sound so good. You know, for a, for a group from Chicago, mm-hmm. as well entrenched as the Hutchinson sisters yeah. of the emotions, mm-hmm. for them to carry the city on the female side, I think, really lent to just how strong the Chicago-based thieves were. That's right. That's right. You know, I mean, yeah, you have you have your 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 um, soloists here and there, but for the emotions to carry as a group, and for them to collaborate with Earth, Wind, and Fire the way they did. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've never got a chance to meet the emotions. Donald, have you ever met the emotions? Uh, one of them, and the Good. one that just passed, <coughs> Pamela. Mm-hmm. She used to uh, be associated, I say that, with an old friend of ours, yours too, Royce, mm-hmm. uh, Cover Lindsay Thompson. We called him Huck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother Huck. Yeah. I once met a girl that put me through some emotions. Does that count? Oh, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I brought him out to the other studio too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She gave you that terrific kiss, I bet. Was it a kiss? It might have been. All right. All right. Might have. The emotions <laughs> is driving me out. You keep in mind, Granddad's sitting right here. <laughs> right. I, I know your mama. Well, he's not <laughs> saying nothing bad. Everybody everybody kisses, don't they? <laughs> well, they're, but they've also been played. Two different kinds of kisses. There's a dry kiss, <laughs> and then there's a wet kiss. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So this <laughs> we're on the wrap. We're on the wrap. We're, we're wrapping it up for the evening. Almost, you all. <coughs> almost. Almost. That's that time. I have is, to tell you. Is this? Let me run through these numbers right quick. Okay. Um, for this week in the Chicago pandemic, you have 359 people who were shot, and 61 of them are no longer with us. For the week, you have 64 people who were shot, and nine are no longer with us. When you go to the plant pandemic that's <coughs> here on Earth, you have 231,050,483 people who were infected with the virus, and of that number, you have 4,735 1,770 people who are no longer with us. When you come to the United States, you have 43,414,558 people who were infected with the virus. And of that number, you have 699,837 people who are no longer with us. And when you get closer to home, to Illinois, you have 1,605,320 people infected with the virus. And of that number, 27,351 people are no longer with us. Those are some terrible numbers. We need to stop all of this shooting and for everybody to wear their mask as opposed to just walking around mad about having your mask on. Mm -hmm.
How you doing? My name is Devon, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. And after that, listening to all that good music, man, this Royce Glamour. Be safe out there. Be safe out there. Always look around. Don't just jump in your car. Look before you jump in your car. Make sure nobody's watching you. Mm-hmm. Royce Glamour next week. And from Lil Lil Donald, this is uh, See You Later. Before we go for good, we here at the Royce Glamour radio show would like to pay our condolences to one of the most influential black 
cinematographers, directors, you name it, he's done it. Passing away last night at the age of 89, Melvin Van Peebles, Chicago's very own. You probably know his son, Mario. Pretty good director himself. But if not for Melvin Van Peebles and one very important film back in 1971, we don't have a generation of black movie makers like Spike Lee, the late John Singleton, the Hudlin brothers, the list goes on and on. And it all came from a young man by the name of Melvin. Melvin Van Peebles, Godspeed, may the ancestors reach you. Peace be unto you. King James Version of the Bible, John chapter 13, verse 33, 34, and 35. Until next Thursday at 3 o'clock. See ya. Monet and left foot. Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair.